Tonight, we have Clay Clark hanging out with us. He said just a little bit ago, I could ask him anything. So here we go. Clay Clark, I'm so glad that you came to join with us tonight. Hey, thank you so much for allowing me to fit in your busy schedule. I really do appreciate you. Uh, this is the final interview I'm doing before we head to the Reawaken America tour uh, yep. in Dallas, Texas. And uh, again, I really appreciate you accommodating our, our crazy action-packed schedule. Yeah, and then I just noticed I was I was checking it out. We we can share the screen in a minute, but you got more coming up. I thought you were just going through December, but now you've just so keeping on going. Yeah, you know what's wild is I um I didn't um expect to do more than one, and I'm the only reason I even did one is I just felt like this tractor beam call, like God was just telling me, listen, we need to do, you need to do, you know. There's a lot of people that have talked about doing things and I, and I was frustrated that it seemed like the people were forsaking the gathering. Hebrews 10 25 was being temporarily, temporarily suspended. Uh, the constitution was being suspended by a scamdemic. And, and I felt like the people shouldn't forsake the gathering. I knew that it was not biblical to do so. We needed to have a mask free, social distancing free time to expose election yeah. fraud, religious fraud, mainstream media fraud, financial fraud, yeah. and get back to God. And uh, when I called General Flynn and I said, General Flynn, I, I really feel like God wants us to do a Reawaken America tour where we expose, you know, election fraud, medical fraud, religious fraud, mainstream media fraud and monetary fraud and get people back to God. I, my, my confirmation would be if he said yes, because we never talked about it before. If he said, yes, we, we should do it. Then I thought, OK, well, then I'll do it. And if he said no, then I wouldn't. And so I asked him and he said, yes, uh, we, we need to do it, Clay. But he said, I, he said, I, I know it needs to happen, but it has to happen through the church. And from that point forward, um, I thought we'd do one. And the one uh, we had over five, it was like 4,500 people were there, uh, 5,000 people-ish. We had 50,000 people request tickets. It was just next level, 7.1 million people streamed online. And then, you know, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown from Tampa said, I'd be willing to host one. So I called General Flynn and I said, General Flynn, do you think we should do another one? Are we good? And he's like, oh, we should do another one. And then now here we are, uh, and, and I... General Flynn would like to do one one a month and uh, to encourage the patriots and to keep sharing the truth. And so right, I never right. signed up for uh, military service. I, I didn't do that. Uh, and I felt like this is my opportunity or my yeah. uh, job, my tour yeah. of duty to uh, speak up and to get involved. And so yeah, as long as too. General Flynn wants to do them, he wants to do one a month. And he, he feels like that that's what we're supposed to be doing right now. So we're going to do one a month. And we're going to Dallas, Texas. Every one of these events is sold out. Uh, and then we're going, just housekeeping notes, we're going to uh, Arizona, January 14th and 15th. We now are down to 37% of the tickets left. I'm going to share the screen so you can show you can show everybody. You can yeah, show you everybody. I mean, right there. I mean, it's it's wild. I mean, Dr. Zelenko is now coming. Eric Trump is now coming. Uh, yeah. He joined the two. We've got Dr. Peter McCullough. Uh, we've got uh, Jim Brewer, the canceled uh, comedian. Uh, there's so many big names that are joining this event. And uh, so, again, January 14th and 15th, if you want to go to Phoenix, Arizona, we have 38% of the tickets left for that event. And then we move on to uh, we Feb Canton, Ohio in February. February. Yeah. You see Ohio. the screen? I've got it on the screen. Yep. Then we're going to uh, then we're going to Oregon in April, and uh, there's talks right now of going to San Diego in March. And every one of these events sells out. And uh, oh, really? Okay. So Tulsa, Tulsa is not for March. You think you're, you're going to go to San Diego? 
Well, Tulsa is a business conference I host. And so oh. that. Oh, okay. Because that is where I, previous to all this COVID stuff, you know, I've always been a, uh, I grow businesses. And so I used to do a business conference every two months and I still do that. And, uh, you know, that's kind of my skill set is organizing mass events. So here we go. Yeah. Well, this is a perfect, perfect thing for you to do. So if, while I'm still sharing the screen, I want to show them that you are also on Brideon. Um, uh, my show, I don't know if you knew that I'm on there at 11. Amen. Um, yeah, on Wednesdays, and then you are doing every day. You're doing one at three thirty to four. Every day, and I will say this: I'm I'm super glad that uh, uh, they have great shows like yours because I really do believe we cannot expose election fraud, medical fraud, religious fraud, mainstream media fraud, and monetary fraud without always going back to God. And there are yeah. so many um, satanic luciferian obvious things that are occurring right now like you know congress is working on legislation hr 666 congress is working on legislation called hr 6666 that's a fact you can look it up folks uh bill gates files the patent with the publication number wo 2020060606 for a cryptocurrency that goes inside the human body thus making it possible for no man to buy or sell unless he has the mark i mean folks you should look that up um all that stuff is happening. And as you discover that, if you follow the truth, as you've done, it leads you back to God, Melissa. Yeah. So what, and one of the things that I'm really glad that you are doing is exposing, you know, helping everyone to see not to get the jab. And I really appreciate that. They, I just got an, a text message. I don't know if you know, I'm, I'm on the school board, my local school board. And I, you know, I just, when I found out about some things that were going on in our local community, I said, I've got to I've got to do whatever I can. And so I really encourage people to, to take action, you know, and, and be, join and, and run for elected office, do so, whatever they can in their community. But I just saw that they're offering the jab to the five-year-olds. Get out and, of here. Uh, yeah. And, I, and, and the problem is I'm just one person. I try to get two of my other buddies on there and it's just, it's so hard to get control over anything that is going on. And, and then they say, oh, well, we have to do it because it's mandated by the this, you know, state of Texas or whatever. And it's just, it's so frustrating. I had a, uh, I was talking to one of my friends the other night and I'm sure he uh, pulled this analogy from somewhere uh, or, you know, it was, it was, it was fabulous. He said, Clay, if you were uh, on an airplane, on an airplane, picture you're on an airplane. And they said, Ladies and gentlemen, the uh, chances of survival on today's flight are 99.98%. And then, you know, in, in case of an emergency, there'll be the seat, the seat belt that we've got the uh, overhead mask. And they got the whole thing. You're flying on the plane. And then at some point on the plane ride, you're 15, 20,000 feet up in the air. You're headed to St. Louis. You're headed to Boston, wherever you're going on the flight. And, you know, you're cruising at an altitude, normal altitude that the plane doesn't seem rough at all. And all of a sudden they go, boop. I want you to jump my attention here. We're going to be uh, pushing several passengers outside of the airplane fuselage using an experimental backpack technology, which uh, currently has only killed one out of every 37 people who've taken it, who've chosen to jump out of the plane. Now, this is a perfectly good aircraft with a 99.98% survivability rate, but if you would like to jump out of the airplane using an experimental parachute uh, technology, uh, we'd like to uh, push you out. And then, and then a few minutes later, now, folks, we're going to go ahead and push the kids out first. Uh, we want to make sure hey, we want the parents out there. It's mandated, so we want the parents to uh, volunteer to push your kids out to uh, the perfectly uh, good running airplane here with a 99.98% survivability rate. We're going to push you out, and uh, this uh, parachute has been shown to work effectively 36 out of 37 times. Thank you. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. That, that's, that's what, what they're doing. I mean, it's truly 
satanic, Luciferian, upside down, corrupt, terrible, nefarious. And uh, Melissa, what I would like to do, if I could, is just give people some some facts so that we can wake some people up. Right, which that's, I'm so glad, that's what I was just saying, is I'm so glad that you're doing that and that it's being shared by so many people so that they, they feel like they've, they can, you know, if, if Nana is saying, you know, you've got to protect the children, then we say this is exactly how we're doing it by not doing the jab, you know, and that they are armed with the truth. And so I'm really glad that that you, you've taken the bull by the horns to do that. So I really appreciate it. Well, and then what happens is, and I just want to make sure we're, we're very clear about this, is you, myself, anybody who speaks out and or up against the narrative, please understand there are people on Telegram, Twitter, Facebook, et cetera, who are not on America's team. They're, they're working against America. So what I need everyone to understand is I am a deeply flawed individual. I am going to expose to you the corruption of myself. Uh, so people understand. Okay, I, was a, I'm, I am a father of five. Uh, never been to jail. Don't have any criminal offenses. Never declared bankruptcy. Had a lot of success by the world standard standards. But in order to do so, what I did, this is a compromise I made. I shouldn't have done it, but I did it, is I chose not to speak up or out against corruption. So I just thought to myself, well, you know, this is the world we live in. And in order to achieve success in this world, I'm just not going to speak out or up against corruption. So not my job was part of the problem. So now, uh, you know, my wife asked me, she said, honey, what are you going to do? I mean, everybody, all of your clients are asking about the you know, lockdowns, quarantines, curfews, mandates. Um, this was all January of 2020. So I did my research and I discovered very quickly the following five things, Melissa. And I want to encourage everyone to look these up and assume that I'm crazy. One, the very models at the very beginning of this that said that 2.2 million Americans would die from COVID-19, those models are false. Two, the PCR tests are falsely calibrated to inflate the number of cases. And uh, if anybody out there who doesn't believe me, look up Carrie Mullis, K-A-R-Y, Mullis, M-U-L-L-I-S. Look up Carrie Mullis in BitChute, which is kind of like a non-communist version of YouTube, BitChute, B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E. And you go there, and Carrie Mullis has said on camera that Dr. Fauci is a pathological, nefarious liar and that his PCR tests should never be used in the way that Dr. Fauci wants to use them. So the models that said the 2.2 million Americans would, would die from COVID-19, those models are false. The PCR tests are false. And COVID-19 is 100% treatable using budesonide, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. I discovered that COVID-19 was treatable using hydroxychloroquine in January of 2020. And you might say, how did you do that? It was listed on the National Institutes of Health website. Four, the CDC patented the coronavirus transmissible to humans. In 2002, which means that the CDC either patented the coronavirus, uh, a, a bioweapon. It means they either the, the CDC patented a, a man-made bioweapon or they patented nature. And five, the Rockefeller plan has been in existence since 2010. If you go to timetofreeamerica.com and you click on the button that says the Great Reset, click on that button, read it, the Rockefeller plan. It's been around since 2010, and it calls for the release, for, calls for the release of a synthetic gain-of-function virus quarantines, curfews, mask mandates, and forced vaccinations. That's what the Rockefeller plan called for in 2010. And then it was role-played through a thing called Event 201. And then there's a book now called COVID-19, The Great Reset, which I have a copy of, which is a terrible nefarious book. And it calls for the ending of American sovereignty and all and ending of all personal liberty this year. And if you don't believe me or you don't like it or whatever that is, have you, Melissa, played the interview on this show? 
where Klaus Schwab is on Charlie Rose explaining what COVID-19, the Great Reset, is all about. Have you heard this? Yeah, yeah. I was, I, I was I, actually, yeah, I was listening to you. I, I caught your interview on SGT with, um, with Karen Kingston. Oh, Karen's so great. I know she's amazing. So yeah, um, and my and our our channel very much supports her, and I talk about Klaus Schwab. Yeah, so I'm I'm very. Yeah, my people are pretty pretty aware of of this guy as an, as a number one creep. For anybody who just needs a little sound clip to share with your family, you might want to timestamp this. Okay, listen to this, folks. This is Klaus Schwab asked by Charlie Rose. He says, Charlie Rose says, "What is COVID nineteen? The Great Reset? You know, what is the Great Reset? This is what this is what Klaus Schwab says. The difference of this fourth uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing. It changes you if you take a genetic editing." He says, literally, it's, it's, it's the difference of the fourth industrial revolution. Is it doesn't change so much what you're doing for a living. It changes you through genetically. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. What? I mean, it's, it's like a Saturday morning cartoon we used to watch when we were kids. <laughs> he's so evil. It is craziness. So that's what it's all right. about is gene editing, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we were, uh, I was just doing a video really going into what they, where these all, these people really are from, which is goes back to the Kazarian mafia, you know, and I'm probably going to get slammed. Of course, I've, I haven't been on YouTube for a very, very long time, but how these people go back to this very thing where they've been trying to do this, this has been set up for a long time. And that, I guess really that's the premise. I guess you've seen, you know, I've talked and I don't know if you've ever got a chance to read the book, you know, what I really believe is happening right now is that these are the, I believe this is the beast. I seriously do. I seriously well, believe uh, these people are the beast. And I believe, I believe we're fighting Armageddon. I really have do. You, um, have you seen the United Nations, their new statue? Yeah. Their statue? I don't yes. know about the statue, but I know the flag. Hey, you know, real quick, is there a, uh, is there a, uh, a way? I can search. I can share you a document, uh, on the on the Zoom, is that possible? Is there like a little? You can, yeah, there's a chat. Just shoot, okay, let me shoot just, in the let chat. Me just chat it to you real quick. I'm gonna hit chat. Okay, click in chat. Here we go. Sending it. Sending it. Okay. So Revelation 13:2 says, "And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard." Okay, and hang on. Let me, let, let me pull it up. I want to pull it up for everybody to see it. Uh -huh. okay. It's gigantic. Why is it so gigantic? <laughs> okay, it's a, it's at 180 percent. That might be the reason. It's like well, this, is what, this is John on the island of Patmos. You know, he's writing this, these words. He writes down. He says, and the beast I saw was likened to a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion, and the dragon gave him his power and his seat and his great authority. And then look at the actual statue. Yeah. It was just rolled out by oh, really? the UN. This is the UN's new statue. No way. Yeah, and then scroll up. You can see the date of this thing. Look at this. The date. The day. This was on the UN's web. The UN released this here. I, I mean, this is. Okay, here we go. The, uh, the 9th of, of November. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. That's, that's, that looks like a beast with iron. Yeah, the iron teeth and the iron claws. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Right. And so I, I would, I'd, I'd definitely even talk about that in the book that the UN is, I think it's the, actually the, the little horn. So, you know, and, and what I was told as a kid and that, that, that these would be, wouldn't be revealed until after we were gone. And right. I, what my premise is, is that a lot of the Christians are freaked out when we start talking about revelation and they think, oh, I'm going to, my bags are packed and I'm out of here. 
So I'm not worried about, you know, a beast or whatever, because, I, you know, I've been told I'm not going to have to worry about it. Got it. And basically the world will go to hell, but what do I care? I mean, literally that's what, seriously, what people think. So what I, what my premise is, is nope, we're not going anywhere because the Lord told us to pray your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You know, so we're going to have to fight. And that's what you are doing. That was what Flynn is doing. That's what I'm doing. So many people are doing my Freedom Force Battalion. We've got like 100,000 people on our, our telegram now. We're fighting every day because we realize we're not going to get out of here and escape from here. We're going to have to beat these people. Yeah, I would just say this, that if you um, ever listen to me, ever speak at any Reawaken America tour, and I would get out your Bible, and I would listen to the words I say. And if I ever or anybody ever says anything that conflicts with the irrefutable word of God, go with the Bible. And so I am a heavy fact guy. I like to hit you with the facts. And uh, I love conversing with people like yourself who've studied the Bible at the level you have, because I feel like we're in a time where um, regardless of how, again, this is how the Bible is supposed to work, folks. We need to listen to the, we need to read the Bible first thing before the world attacks us every morning. We really knew we do need to like not be conformed to the world. You know, we need to renew our mind every morning. And uh, I have been trying to make this a more and more of a, of a practice uh, in, in, in renewing my mind, you know, my, my, my mind every day before the world starts to attack, which right away is right away. And for me, because <laughs> right. I own uh, multiple companies, um, I, I mean, I, I'm in, I'm not asking for sympathy. I'm just telling you how it is. Um, you know, Romans 12, 2 says, and be not conformed to this world, but ye, but, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. It's really theoretically easy to do that. And then when I start my day, if I look at my phone before <laughs> reading the word of God, it doesn't really happen. But if I get, so today, I was listening to the audio book of Mark while taking notes. So I like to take out the book of Mark from the Bible and I'm reading along with the audio and I'm doing that. And I did that this morning and I got about 45 minutes of the way into it. Then I did a little workout and then I look at my phone and it's just like personal attacks, people coming after me, you know, and it's people coming after different speakers, people going, I can't believe you'd let Simone Gold speak. She's Jewish. Oh, oh, wow. Or people say, I can't believe you'd let Dr. Zelenko speak. He's Jewish. And you get that, you know, and after you work through that a little bit, then it's like, I can't believe you'd let that person expose election fraud there. They were divorced 20 years ago. This is real stuff that we get. They right. were divorced. And so oh, yeah. all I can say is yeah. and it's, yeah. you got to renew your mind every day. And thankfully, I've put on the armor of God. I've renewed my mind before those attacks start. Mm -hmm. And then they just sort of, it's like BBs bouncing off of Right, bottle. right, right. Bing, bing. Yeah. But if I didn't renew my mind, and if I didn't know the word of God like you do, and then I go watch, you know, movies and things of the world, and, and then try to use my carnal, natural judgment to draw conclusions, that's not a good place to go. So I encourage everybody, right. you right. really want right. to know the yeah. Bible as yeah. well as you do. Well, I'm, I'm and... Anyway, I'm, I'm very thankful for the time that I've been able to, you know, 
soak in the word and, and you know, uh, for the past 10 years, you know, I was, the Lord just had me right in my community working with the youth, you know, and I always uh, would tell them, you know, to put their shield up, their shield of faith, you know, that the, that the fiery darts are going to come, but then okay. that uh, when you have that shield of faith up, then they just, they just bounce off. You know, my husband, when I, I was said, you would not even believe my comment section, you know, on, uh, on the telegram. I, he said, he said, you just go in. No. And, and I, and I know this, but it's so great to have, you know, and I've met your beautiful wife. She's just beautiful. I know you're so proud She's of her. Great woman. Precious. And so having someone who's in with you in the, in the middle of the fight, you know, so he was telling me, he said, you just go in knowing you're going to get probably 50% positive and 50% negative. And you just, you know, you just know that you're doing what God wants you to do and then let everything else fall, uh, let the chips fall where they may. But yeah, so yeah, I, my question for you, cause you said I could ask him anything. And so and, I think my yeah. biggest question is to say, you know, in the biblical timeline where would you say we are where where are we headed as humanity where do you think we are going because a lot of people think that we're going to be out get out of here well what i'm going to do is i'm (laughs) going to open up the the gospel to mark and um i'm going to read this to everybody um and i I, want to I want everyone to, if you can read it with me or look it up yourself. I can, I can show I, I it on the screen. You tell me what, what, what yeah, chapter. Let's just do Mark chapter 13. And, and again, you know, that's also Matthew chapter 24. But let's do Mark chapter 13. For people that don't know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are uh, the gospels. Okay. And these are guys, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, who spent time with Jesus. And they took the time to document their time with Jesus and the things they saw and they learned and uh, I think a wonderful film that you can watch is a movie called Chosen, a uh, documentary. It's a you know a series that's out right now called Chosen. And Chosen is, a, we've interviewed the founder of Chosen on our show. And the Chosen is a great uh, a video you can watch that kind of walks you through the Bible, but nothing does it like reading it. So here we go. What version are you going to be in? I'm going to do King James. All right. The reason why I do King James, just so everybody knows that, is because there are um, various translations that sort of lead out, leave out things. And I'm not attacking any certain variation today, but I'm just telling you this is the King James. So it says, and as he went out of the temple, one of his disciples saith unto him, Master, see what manner of stones and what buildings are here. And Jesus answered unto him, seest thou these great buildings? There shall not be left one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. Now, the modern translation, let's just picture. Imagine you're with Jesus and you're walking through the most majestic, impressive architecture that the modern world could throw at you. Okay, I don't know you're looking at the Taj Mahal, you're looking at some big tower in Dubai, you're looking at some epic cathedral, just whatever you picture in your mind as being unbelievable modern architecture, okay? And imagine you ask Jesus, you're like, so Jesus, check this stuff out, what do you think? You know, and Jesus says to you, hey, all this is going to be torn down. And you're like, what? You know, and he says, and as he sat upon the Mount of Olives over against the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately. There's four people that's witnessed this, Peter, James, John, and Andrew. Asked him privately, so they're going, you know, so Jesus, why are you here? Could you, no, tell us, how's, how's this going to end? You know, just, just between us, you know, just kind of you know, privately. Right. Just tell us when these things shall be. Just tell us when shall these things be. And what shall be the sign of that, these things that shall be fulfilled? And so Jesus is answering them, began to say, take heed, lest any man deceive you. What? Let's break that down. He's saying, Write this stuff down. Understand this so that no man can deceive you. It says, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. 
Now, please understand this, and I'm not, don't attack me. Look it up yourself. I hear a lot of Christians who say inter, inter, interchangeably the word Savior and Christ. I hear them do it all the time. People say, he's my Savior. He's my Christ. He's my Savior. Got it. Okay. You look it up, boom. But I know right now many are saying that they are the Savior of humanity. Fauci, Gates, World Health Organization, CDC. I'm seeing people treat them as such. Okay. It says, and when ye shall see, it says, when she, it says, when ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars, be not be ye not troubled, for such things must need be, but the ends shall not be yet. Okay, so uh, let's just do a real, real quick geographical recap. Ge geopolitical news 101. Here we go. Hong Kong is under threat of Chinese attack. The Chinese are constantly violating their uh zones in the military you know, there's certain spots in the ocean that the chinese military is not supposed to go they violate that constantly russia is always on the verge of some sort of attack with russia ukraine there's always that discussion chinese troops are rumored to be in canada doing exercises joint exercises with canada chinese are testing hypersonic missiles that have the ability to reach the united states in minutes these sorts of things You've got all this stuff going on, and, I, and we haven't even really talked about other conflicts. You've got South American things happening down there. You've got Venezuela. There's just everything is just, whoa, whoa. Right. Australia. Australia now. Ukraine. Ukraine. I mean, Australia is being occupied right. uh, financially by the Chinese. I can go on and on. The, the Chinese airport, Chinese government is now seizing airports that can't pay their debt to the Chinese. And so here we are. Okay. And it says now, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be earthquakes in diverse places. Well, I mean, you've got massive volcano off the Canary Islands. You've got massive volcanoes and earthquakes everywhere. Massive. I mean, there shall be famines and troubles. And these are the beginning of sorrows. Oh, good. I mean, the beginning? What? But take heed to yourselves, for they shall deliver you up to the councils. And in the synagogues, ye shall be beaten. And ye shall be brought before rulers and kings for my sake, for a testimony against them. I am seeing right now Christians who won't take the COVID-19 RNA modifying nanotechnology vaccines. Christians who won't take the COVID-19 RNA modifying nanotechnology graphene oxide filled fetal tissue derived COVID-19 vaccines. I am seeing them being taken to quarantine camps. Now, if I'm the only one who sees this. Okay. Nope. Not the only one. All right. And I'm seeing people be beaten in these facilities for refusing to take the shots and ye shall be brought before rulers and kings for my sake for a testimony against them. And the, it says, and the gospel must be published among all nations. Now this is some crazy stuff. Dinesh D'Souza did a, a show the other night discussing how many, many people who are, are Muslim faith are converting to Christianity, like in droves, like millions. And it's like the first time that he can recall this happening. He's like looking into the history and it's going, this is something he hasn't seen before. Many people are starting, I mean, all over the world now, the technology, just to work very clear, if anybody gets a chance to look this up tonight, if you want to type in uh, SpaceX, <coughs> Bloomberg, Elon Musk has now launched SpaceX into the air and SpaceX now makes it possible for the internet to be in the air everywhere. So if you just type in uh, SpaceX, Let's type in this. Type in Elon. I mean, not you, but your listeners out there. If we just type in um, uh, 
Musk's Starlink to bring internet worldwide, Bloomberg. You can see this. So, I mean, the technology needed. Imagine these people are sitting with Jesus. The technology was not really there. I mean, these homeboys would take an entire day to walk a few miles. Right. These homeboys would take, you know, a month to go any significant distance at all. And they had to be thinking, what? Now, remember, these guys were handwriting the Bible at the time. Somebody was like, well, you want to copy the Bible? Sure, let me handwrite that for you. (laughs) Right. (laughs) The gospel says must be published among all nations. They're thinking, we probably need to get some more scribes. (laughs) Right. We need some more. I mean, think about this. This is all about technology. It says, but when they shall lead you and deliver you up, take no thought beforehand what ye shall speak. Neither do they premeditate, but whatsoever shall be given you in that hour that, that speak ye. For it is not ye that speak, but the Holy Spirit. Now the brother shall betray the brother to death, and the father, the son, the children shall. Are you seeing, is anybody else out there seeing families turning each other in for not getting vaccinated, for not wearing a mask? Are we seeing the, the tattletale hotlines pop up? Yes. Are we seeing this? Absolutely. So are we having any infighting? Anybody out there listening right now, fighting with your family, fighting with your brother, fighting with no, your mother? Not at all. Not, not at all. Not your listeners, other people. So now the brother shall betray the brother to the death and the father, the son, the children shall rise up against the parents. Are we seeing the Marxist, gay, lesbian, transgender, critical race theory being taught to our kids? Has anybody noticed that some of your kids, you sent them to college and they came back enemies? Mm. I had a family member the other day sent me an email saying, sent an email to the whole family saying, well, you're, you're not invited to come to, to, to reunions or Thanksgiving unless you're all vaccinated. I had another family member who sent me a, a group text message comparing me to the most horrible people in the history of the world because I would not get an RNA-modifying nanotechnology vaccine. I tried to reason with the person. I said, if you did, in fact, believe that your vaccines were effective, why would it matter if I'm not right. Another example, <laughs> you're, you're you good. your masks were effective. Why does it matter if I don't wear a, wear a mask? Anyway, and so, we, we, it says, and so children shall rise up against their parents and shall cause them to be put to death. What? And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but he that shall endure until the end, the same shall be saved. Here we go, verse 14. But when ye see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, standing where it ought not, let him that readeth understandeth. Then let him that be in Judea flee to the mountains. And then we can go on. But I want to make sure we get this idea. The desolation, the abomination of the desolation. I have listened to the audiobook of Daniel and read the audiobook of read, read, read Daniel, the King James Version, and listened to the audiobook of Daniel to the point it's probably a psychological problem at this point. And I can remember most of it just more. So I got to leave here in about 10 minutes. I'm going to be going down to Dallas for the Reawaken America tour. And I will listen to it again while I drive. When you drive 27 hours to get, you know, to Oregon, or I go to Oregon in April, I will be listening to this. When I get, when I'm driving from Tulsa to California, people say, what are you listening to? This is what I'm listening to. I believe that it is possible that the worldwide shutdowns the, the time where we were not supposed to pray, we were told we, we can't go to church. We're not supposed, we're supposed to, you know, we're not, we're not allowed to uh, uh, go to church. I believe that could be, I'm not saying it is, but it could be what they call in Daniel chapter nine, verse 27. It says, he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week, which would be like confirm a promise with many for a week. And in the midst of the week, he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease. And for the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate even until the consummation. 
and that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. I believe it could be potential. It could be argued. I'm not saying it is, but it could be argued that the lockdowns and the quarantines that stopped the gathering at churches could be interpreted to be the sacrifice and oblation. I've talked to many pastors of major, major uh, of notoriety, people that people would respect. Our listeners would say, oh, wow. But they just don't want to go on the record yet of saying that. But they've told me they believe that could be the uh, particular uh, in the book of Mark, in the book of Matthew, where it's referencing, look for uh, the prophecy of what, what Daniel was talking about. Look for the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel. They are saying that the, the, the lockdown, the quarantine, the ceasing of the gathering mm-hmm. that prevented us from going to church could be that. So, would you would like say, to hear? Would you like to hear my thoughts? <laughs> I do. I do. I just wanted to share. Yeah. That's my my thoughts, and that's where it comes from. Yeah. Back to you. So, yeah, because that that passage, I've, I've been really, I've, I've researched that and prayed over that, and you know specifically that specific area of, of daniel 9 27 and what i what i really think that it is is this is a abomination of desolation you know that those are two very powerful words abomination something something abominable demonic evil um and desolation where it leaves something absolutely desolate and, and empty and vapid and, and vanquished empty uh and it, I believe it's really, I really believe it's the, the evil sanct- for satanic rituals that they, we have discovered that they do, that these evil things that are from the pits of hell. And that's what I really do believe the mark of the beast is, is this, this evil that, that our minds can't even really go there because we just, we never thought anyone would do such a thing. And now we've realized this has been happening underneath our noses and really is even being really re- revealed in these Maxwell hearings that are happening right now that nobody is talking about i keep i've done like five videos on it it's hard to even get any information about it because no one's talking about it but this is exactly what they would do they put these people they get them on can on video they 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 bribe them they blackmail them because they've got them on these horrible videos right and this is a extreme abomination of desolation and so we realize we're we this this is what this is this is what how they've run the world and how we're going to we have now that we see what they're doing, that we have to end it, and that's really, I guess, really go, goes to my question because I don't know how much more time you have. It is, you know, what? Where are we in this timeline as far as is this the day we're going to put an end to that abomination of desolation? Is this the day we're going to end this rule of blackmail and bribery and evil? Is this the day? I mean, I uh, once you go into that, I would just say I'm 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 praying. I want God to expose the corruption. I mean, you see the Ghislaine Maxwell case right simultaneously with the Durham case, simultaneously within just anecdotal uh, truth being exposed. Like you'll see, um, like you know, you'll see Marilyn Manson his his case all of a sudden just shows up. You're going to see Chris Cuomo all of a sudden being fired. You yeah. see Governor Cuomo being fired. So there's yes. a lot of corruption being exposed. I look at it as you have Ghislaine Maxwell, the Durham investigation, and all of that is is also connecting the dots with all this other corruption that's being exposed. And I, I have just never, it, it is like kind of people that work for the gossip magazines, you know, like your National Enquirer. Right. Or whatever, they've got to be having a field day. I mean, there has never been just more salacious 
right. combinations yeah. Yeah. than what we're seeing right now. And it's just so abom abominable. <laughs> That's what you think of when you hear the word abominable, that, you know, we just it, we recoil at such a thing as this and so that i think that's really where so many when i found out about these things that's what got me into this movement back in october 2016 when i read the wikileaks and i read uh, the insurance laptop and you know we found they found that these hard drives in 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 uh, maxwell uh, in you know these homes in epstein's homes that you're like what you know this the evil that has made the fbi weep and throw up you know, this is abominable and desolate, desolation, just, you know, absolutely empty. So, you know, now that I know about this and so many people all over the world know about it, you know, they're rising up and saying, we can't live in a world where this is, this is the trade. This is how things are run. This is why our, our government, our officials will not do anything for, you know, for the people because they are controlled by some other group. You know, and so that's really what I, I'm, my whole premise is, I believe, and again, even because it, farther on down, it's going to talk about the sign of the son of man. I do truly believe that we've seen like a Bethlehem star that tells us that the Lord told us like in the heavenly alarm clock saying, this is the day, ding, 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 ding. This is it. This is the day. And we're having this war. We're having this battle, but it's because we're going to win and we're going, there's no doubt about it. Yes, we're in here fighting. We're in here scrapping, but there's our our victory is absolutely sure, and I believe it's soon. There's nothing that you said right now that I could dispute with at all, although many people would want to dispute it. So what I would say, this is my advice for anybody, because I mean this because people I see Christians just arguing with this. They're like, no, no, this is how it's going to go. No, no. Listen, if you read the Gospel of Mark, as I've read many times. It, it summarizes like this. If you read Matthew, it summarizes. It says, we don't actually know the date or the time. And nobody knows except for the Father, meaning that Jesus, who, you know, didn't even know. So we're not going to know. But what we can know is that, A, God wins in the end. And the only way to heaven is through the Son. You know, the only way to go through is through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and then, you know, through the Father. So it's Father, Son, Holy Ghost. You've got to, you know, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You've got to repent for your sins. And the only way to go to heaven is that way. You can't go to heaven through your right. intellect. You can't go to heaven because you have an unbelievable knowledge of Bitcoin. You can't go to heaven because you're really good <laughs> at a podcast or writing books. And right. Right. I believe you have uh, earned the right to criticize because of your massive amount of research that you poured into this topic for, I don't even know how long, but at a certain point, I mean, I feel like you've been revealed certain um, nuances about the Bible that people who haven't read it, honestly, in probably a decade, um, you know, aren't really, <laughs> but I hope, I hope that people are challenged as a result of yeah. tonight's show and that they would dive into the Bible themselves. And I recommend reading the, the if you listen to the audio book of Matt, of, of Mark, it's only about an hour and 20 minutes long. Yeah. And yeah. so that's a, that's a great book to start. Something, something else that you might like that I'd be thrilled to send you for all these children that you have, these five children. I don't, I don't know if you ever told you I do this. I've recorded literally 900 scripture songs and I have them in King James. And so that's one of the things that's helped me so much is because I have so much scripture memorized. And so I think that that helped me to kind of connect these dots, you know, and, uh, and also when you teach kids, 
then you have to really, really like the, be the mommy bird and really, you know, digest it so that you can feed the baby birds. Um, but anyway, whether, whatever the timing is, and, and, you know, I do believe that the, that the Maseroth, the biblical, the stars are a heavenly clock. And I believe that the, the signs, the wonders in the book of Revelation are uh, like Revelation 12 is that heavenly uh alarm clock where uh, the woman clothed with the sun with the moon under her feet 12 stars on her head she was in labor to be delivered that happened september 23rd 2017 i believe that was the clock and because immediately after that everyone starts waking up and we have this you know all this battle and all that but even even if we dis- disagree about the timing and all that do you believe that we are headed that we, that we are going to defeat this cabal whatever you want to call them well, order. Or, you, and, and, and where are we headed as humanity? Well, if you, I'm just, again, I, I, I just, I always go back to the Bible. So this is probably the frustration my, my clients probably have with me as a business owner, uh, as a business consultant. I only go off of like, well, why, okay, is, is, if, if, anybody, if anybody goes to, to uh, thrivetimeshow.com and you click on testimonials and you see the clients I've been consulting since 2006, uh, the reason why my clients grow is I don't do guesswork. I'm very just best practice, you know, what, what's proven to work. I, I'm not a, well, this could be a good idea. So all I could just say is I am ignorant as to how it is going to end. I can say that, that Kim Clement has had spectacularly accurate prophecies about the future. And I believe God was revealing things to Kim Clement in a way that uh, I haven't seen amongst any modern prophets. Maybe somebody right there says, well, I disagree with you. Okay, that's fine. But I would just say, if you want to type in uh, Kim Clement, 2027 prophecy um that's uh i mean yeah uh, yeah he's awesome you type it in youtube and you can hear kim clement and he shares some stuff and what what he shares about the future of america um well one of the things that we just analogous to what you're saying Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like and Yeah, he even talked about the sign in the heavens. So, you know, one of the things that I love to do, because I I just agree with you a thousand percent, you know, about having just reading the word giant swaths. So for the past two days, I just, you know, had everyone read Nahum. Like how many things people you think read Nahum lately, you know? Uh-huh. So we put Nahum one, Nahum two, Nahum three, and it's just it's basically showing the the demise, the destruction of our of these enemies. And I think that we've identified them now. Is is really the issue? Is that we you are laser focused on those who are our enemies to destroy them? I mean, that's what you're. That's the whole thing that you do every day that you wake up and until you go to bed at night. That's you know? all I do. And I, I want to say this real quick because I know that someone's going to write a comment in the. Uh, rumble section if we don't address this or at least we don't at least comment on this um people ask me every day they say clay what's going on with linwood oh gosh <laughs> what's going on with general flynn so what i'm going to do is i'm going to tell you facts and i want everyone just to look this up wrestle with it here we go linwood helped kyle rittenhouse raise millions of dollars to help him stay out of prison and linwood made the statement to Kyle, hey, Kyle, how you doing? I'm checking on you. How you doing? I want to keep you safe. And he raised the money at approximately 85 days or so to help Kyle Rittenhouse get out of prison, you know, to win the, the litigation, to raise the money needed. Uh, Mike Lindell, Ricky Schroeder, others teamed up. I know Mike Lindell, okay, my pillow guy. Um, I know Ricky Schroeder, okay, Silver Spoons. I talked to these individuals. They and others have confirmed that so that's what happened. And, and so did Kyle Rittenhouse. Now, Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse is a 17-year-old young man who 
imagine you went to prison for 85 days. You're 17 years old. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Let's pretend you're a 17 year old that did that though. (laughs) And I, and I feel like if, you know, as a 41 year old, I could look at it and say, if I was being interviewed, this is what I would have said. Thank you, Lynn Wood, for helping me to raise millions of dollars to keep me out of prison. I really do appreciate that. And that's what I, that's what you should should have said in my opinion, but you know what? He's 17 years old. He just got out of prison, whatever. Now the next is general Flynn. General Flynn is a man who's been fighting against the deep state for, um, 40 some odd years. I mean, first he fought in the military for 30 something years, and then he served and fought against the deep state. And I just interviewed Peter Navarro today. Now this just in folks, somebody might out there might say, what? Yeah, I was not in the white house. What? I did not serve in the white house. What? I have, I was. So I interviewed today, Peter Navarro, look him up folks, Peter Navarro, N-A-V-A-R-R-O, Peter Navarro. And I asked Peter Navarro, who, by the way, I could probably get Peter on your show, by the way. Good really? Yeah, I would seriously. love to, I would love that. The other side of the Reawaken America tour. So next, he's Monday, amazing. I listen to him all the time on Ben. I love next, him. Next Monday, text me seriously. I, I got probably an eighty percent chance I can do it. Peter's a friend of mine. So Peter says to me today. I said, Peter, I want to know who were the good guys and the bad guys in the Trump administration. Okay, this is a show. I mean, I literally the show is uploading right now. If you go to Rumble.com and you search for Thrive Time Show, it's not even up yet. It's uploading right now. So I asked him. I said, Who are the good guys and the bad guys? This is what I said to him. I said, Was Mark Meadows, a good guy, the chief of staff or, or a bad guy for Trump. And he said he was weak and he disappointed the president. I said, okay, what about Steve? Um, uh, uh, this would be um, like, I always struggle with the pronunciation of his last name. Yep. Steve Mnuchin, the secretary of, of treasury for the uh, uh, president Trump. He said, he's not a good guy. This is, this is Navarro. Then I said, what are your thoughts on vice president Mike Pence? And he said, um, well, he uh, betrayed the president. And I said, wow, so you're saying Mike Pence is not a good guy. He says, he betrayed the president. And so I said, okay, okay. I said, now, what are your thoughts on, I'm, I'm just, this is, you'll, if you watch the interview, you're going to hear him just, he doesn't hold back. He just, just tells you. Then I said, what are your thoughts on General Michael Flynn? And again, I didn't serve. I wasn't in the White House. This just in. And he says, uh, he was going to be President Trump's right-hand man. He was the uh, uh, very essential, very big part of what we were going to do. Um, and, uh, he was a very important, uh, piece and losing him caused a lot of problems for the Trump administration. And he said, you know, it's a great man. I didn't say that. He said that, right. I wasn't there with general Flynn. He was. Yeah. I'll tell you, they've attacked him so big that that tells you something right there when he's been under attack. And my wife asked, my wife said, uh, why is he being attacked so much? And his response to that is he <laughs> we said, think a lot alike. <laughs> no. And he said, well, any right now, just, so you know, I mean, general Flynn and Peter, this is Peter Navarro asking, you just got to watch the interview, but he's basically saying that, that, that the Peter Navarro Trump Flynn team that is getting back together is needed to win. And that's why they're coming after him. And there are oh, certain, really? people, oh, wow. certain people online. That's kind of hot news. Yeah, so all I can say is General Flynn did a great job fighting yeah. against the deep state. Lynn Wood did a great job helping Kyle Rittenhouse. And, and the other guys, the bad guys, the Marxists, the communists, the globalists, the elitists, the COVID-19 Great Reset people, the Klaus Schwab, the George Soros, the China, these people, the Bill Gates, they want nothing more than for the patriots to fight. Right. So I am praying right, right now right. that Lynn Wood, those close to Lynn Wood, and those close to general Flynn, everyone can kind of get on the same team, but I can tell you, I've never heard a negative word 
about Lynn Wood come out of General Flynn's uh, mouth. He's very right. respectful. Oh, I, man. Yes, I've always oh, been so impressed every time. And I've seen, you know, I've been to various events, you know, and seen him and always just, you know, so I'm very well spoken. I really appreciate you, you taking the time to do that. Uh, Clay, yeah. that was, that's awesome. Okay. So before we go, so there's, there's three options and I'm, I'm thinking that you're not going to, you're not going to fall on any of these. Okay. That our future is <laughs> that we're going to fall to the beast, fall to the cabal, or, or we're going to have just continually fight and have the status quo, just keep fighting uh, continually. Or are we going to enter into a thousand years of peace? Those are your three options. Would you take? Would you take any of those doors? Door number one. Door number two. Number well, I don't three. want. I don't. It is why I don't want to go down any doors because I okay. don't feel. You don't know, I, not, not from your personal. I'm just talking about from what do you think the scriptures say? I don't know that. Okay. I just, All right. I read it and Look I, for I, that as you're listening now. From now on, when you're listening to Daniel or you're listening to Nahum or listen for that, because all of a sudden now I see that literally everywhere. I'm not kidding. I see it everywhere. No. But anyway, that's up to, you know, just. No, it, I just will say this. This is, why, I mean, this, this is where uh, my, my clients love me and some people get frustrated. If you were to say, Clay, I want you to tell me what's the best film in American history. I'm going to go. I, I don't know. I have no idea because it's, it's not like a, I can't give you a fact. If you were to say, Clay, how do I optimize a website to get to the top of the search engine so I can generate more leads immediately? I'd say, well. There's four variables that impact your rank. There's search engine, uh, there's mobile compliance, there's canonical compliance. It's the most reviews and the most original HTML content. You're like, what? And I can just rattle that stuff right, off. Right, right, right. Yeah. Anyway, fact, just as you're listening, because you've got a long road to Oregon. And oh, as you're listening. As oh, you, long road to Oregon. Oregon Trail, baby. <laughs> anyway, whenever you're going and you're listening, yeah. just just listen for that. That's what I'm just, I'm asking. And I'm, I'm basically saying, I think what you're saying to your people is to listen to God, listen to him and say, I, or just yeah. direct my direct my thoughts. Okay, so the other thing is uh, the, the message to, um, I think the three main, the main things we're trying to accomplish with with the um, awaken, uh, reawaken America is the election fraud, exposing that, yeah. exposing these vaxes, and also just getting people off the couch and into the game of what they can do for their country, whether it's an elected office or whatever. I, then, I believe I right? my, my main reason for doing the Reawaken America tour that, that, again, this is what I feel like God has, why he wanted me to do it was to expose election fraud, medical fraud, religious fraud, mainstream media fraud, monetary fraud, just expose fraud. Right. Second is to get people back to God. So a lot of times people behind the scenes are, they're kind of funny, but it just happened to me multiple times. Uh, these wonderful men and women come up to me and they go, I watched your face. I go, what do you mean? They go, I watched you during the, the, the thing. And you know, the part that you got the most excited about, I go, what is it? They said, the part where we did the altar call. That's the part that you care about. And that really is all I, all I care about. So yes, I want to expose election fraud, medical fraud, religious fraud. But at the end of the day, my whole reason for doing this is to get people back to God, because I believe that it is only with salvation that we can save this nation. I'm going to be very, very clear. I'm not just saying this because it rhymes. It's I'm saying this because it says in Proverbs, I believe it's Proverbs 9, 10. Let me look it up real quick. It's Proverbs 9. Let me see. Proverbs. Okay, here we go. Oh, yeah. Proverbs. Whoa, 9, 10. It says, for the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. If we had a bunch of leaders that truly feared the Lord, wow, the world would be different. But until we do have leaders that fear the Lord, we have to uh, deal with leaders who um, might do really dumb things that you would do if you didn't fear the Lord. You might do what's convenient. 
you might do what gets you reelected. You might do what's popular. You might do whatever who's, you know, whatever the, the bidding is of whoever's paying you the most. Um, and this is not the, the recipe to save the Republic. So we've got to get to a place and space where people are fearing the Lord. And that that's really in my um, best uh, recommendation for how we're going to save this, this nation. I really do believe that that is the only way we can save the nation. Well, and I, that's what I believe is where we're, where we're headed. So we're in agreement. Uh, you know, I believe that that's what it means when he says that we will rule and reign with him, is that we will rise into these positions. I think when it talks about one taken and one left, one is taken to get more, and one is taken um, and one is left to do a good job, whether they're a CEO or a judge or a teacher or a principal or, or whatever position that they will be doing exactly what you're saying there is that they're doing that, that position for the Lord ruling and reigning with him that, uh, uh, under his uh, direction continually. And that's, that's the, that's the only way out of this mess. Well, I would just say this too. Uh, so many people would like, uh, somebody like you or I to, uh, disagree. And then they would like to focus that their energy right there on that. And I can just say that every, I have there's nothing you've said on today's show that I disagree with at all. Um, I would just say that I encourage everybody homework, get into the Bible get into the word of God, read it yourself. And then you, Mr. Listener, Mrs. Listener, you need to discern what God is saying to Amen. you based upon the reading of the scripture. And it is so dangerous for people to passively listen to a show and to a somebody and just right. say, well, I heard this. And so we really need to have that discernment there. Amen. I agree. I'm so glad that you came on the show today. I, it was a really great, great iron sharpening iron. And uh, don't forget, everybody, to go to Thrive Time Show. Tell us again, Thrive Time what? ThriveTimeShow.com. Yeah, I would recommend you go to ThriveTimeShow.com. Yes. Uh, or uh, the, the preferable site I'd encourage you to go to is TimeToFreeAmerica.com. TimeToFreeAmerica.com. And just so we're clear, I have a little ticker that I can see here. Um, and I can see it's 624 um, yes. on Tuesday, December 7th. And as of right now, we have 38% of the tickets left uh, for Arizona. Um, I can tell you that we've sold out every event thus far. I can tell you that uh, Dr. Zelenko is now joining us. We've got Dr. Uh, Stella Emanuel. We've got, uh, you know, Dr. Judy Mikovits, Dr. Simone Gold. I mean, we've had Lynn Wood, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. We've got uh, Eric Trump now joining us. I mean, there's just so much momentum. General Flynn, Mike Lindell, there's just so many big names. But you got, you got to just take the action and you go to timetofreeamerica.com. And you can name your price. And I want to be very clear what that means because a lot of people on Reddit or, you know, Telegram, are like, well, what does that mean? What it means is, you know, if you were to buy a ticket today to go to an NFL game, there's going to be a price. So let's just, I'm going to do it right now. Here we go. I'm buying tickets. So buy tickets to Chiefs game. I'm going to do it right now. I'm not going to actually buy a ticket. I'm just going to do this so we can just see this. Okay. I'm buying tickets to go see a Kansas City Chiefs game. And I'm looking for a ticket. They have prices on here. So you go here and I'm like, well, I'm looking for, you know, my seat. And you can go here and there's a little chart and it shows you what the tickets cost. And when you do this, uh, there's not one where you can name your price. And so <laughs> it really doesn't matter where you go here. I'm, I'm, I'm on it right now. You can't really, um, you know, get a, a free ticket or you can't name your price. So um, what you do is you, you look here and they've got all different views, but you, there's a price. And, and a lot of these tickets are $400 a seat. $300 a seat, $1,000 a seat. I mean, there's so many different seats. Um, but what we do for our events, and this is how we do it, is we tell people, you 
if you want to attend this event, you can just name your price, whatever price you feel you can pay. So if you can pay $250 for a general admission ticket, that'd be great because there's a lot of expenses that go into this. However, if you can't, just tell us how much money you can afford. And, and that's how we do it. And that's how we get you in. And, and uh, so you can just name your price. And then there's also, you know, VIPs if you want to sit a little closer. But just go to timetofreeamerica.com when our teammates call you. Just be prepared to tell them how much money you're willing to spend. It's, it's totally fine. We're not going to argue with you or negotiate with you. And then you have to bring your ID to get in because we want to make sure we don't allow Antifa and people that would seek to end this nation into the conversation. Yes. Awesome. Time to free America.com. Oh. All right. Thank you again. I appreciate you. I appreciate everything that you are doing. And I uh, look forward to seeing you on our next time. Hey. Thanks, guys. I love you guys. I will see you on the next time on uh, Freedom Force Battalion. Bye. Take care. Before 2022, something has to be done. Ever, ever give up. Just keep going forward. Never stop. It may seem like you have no chance. It may seem like it's over. Never, ever quit.